Excellent. Um, and would you like to just start off by introducing yourself? Yep. My name is Lana Wilde. I am a singer-songwriter. I'll try that again. My name is Lana this Wilde. Is, this is, there's no cuts in this. That's so okay. whenever you mess up, that's staying in. Oh, great. Yeah. Perfect. Not to add any pressure, but it's there. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. My name is Lana Wilds. I'm a singer-songwriter from Edinburgh, and I also happen to be transgender. Awesome. Um, do you want to start off by just like plugging off all your like everything you want to plug? Because sure. sometimes like there's a drop off. Like there's like ten percent actually stay to the very end. Or not ten percent. Ten percent drop off. So like ninety cool. percent listen to the end. But that ten percent uh, could be like your biggest fan. So you never sure. know. Well, I've got a record out just now called Bear. Um, it's an acoustic EP. You can get it on Spotify and Bandcamp and Deezer. And all that good stuff. Perfect. Yep. And then I've got a single out in the summer, um, and that's going to be with the band, and we're doing a video as well. And I'm doing a UK tour just shortly after that. So yeah, lots of fun stuff to look forward to. Awesome. So check that out ASAP, and get listening. Um, so first of all, thank you so much for coming on and talking with me. Um, Thanks for having me. I'm kind of weirdly excited actually to yeah. talk to you and because I feel like I've never I don't think I've ever spoken to someone who's trans so I don't know anything about what it's really like I only know sort of like the perception that's given through like social media and stuff exactly. like that which is probably a bit fogged um, so could you kind of just start off by like maybe I don't know where, where's the best point to start right at the beginning yeah I mean you can you can start anywhere you like so ask me anything you what was growing up like for you? Growing up was kind of difficult. Um, I, you know, I come from a family that's that's great, but kind of my parents weren't like stuck in their ways. But a but bit like, more conservative, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. Like I'd never even really heard the term like gay, for example, until I was like ten or eleven. Right. Um, and I was like really like sheltered from all that stuff mm. and I didn't really know what any of it meant and you know I'd, I'd never to my knowledge met someone who was like LGBTQ like right. of any kind but I always like you know it's like really cliche for a trans person to say this but like I always knew growing up and like especially like into my teens as well that there was something going on mm. I knew something wasn't right because like I couldn't really relate that well with like other boys for example like that was a big thing like I was never into yeah that's what I was going to ask were you like stereotypically like boyish no no not at all not at all I was um I was the gawky kid with big hair that Mm. liked records and and indie films you know and like I don't know like I was always like really into like you know like my cuddly toys and stuff Growing up, still am now, to be fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just need to take one look at my bedroom and see that. Um, but yeah, and like most of my friends, I mean, even now as well, but most of my best friends were like always girls as well. And I just right. related better okay. with girls and related better with women. Um, and it was just a case of like, I knew that something inside of me wasn't, wasn't right. Right. And then as soon as I heard the term, the term transgender, I was like, shit, that's me. Right. Like, like that makes perfect sense. The cog started working, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I realised. Like, so cog started working, but then I tried to, like, bury it for really, years yeah. and years and years. Yeah, because I was like, you know, like, that makes sense. But, you know, like, that's, you know, that's ridiculous. Like, that's not, that's not well, something that I could ever do. Because I'd, I'd never met another 
right. another trans person. So it's not like there was someone you could kind of like look up to in life and exactly. think, oh, well, they did it. So if they can do it, I can do it. Exactly. Like I didn't know any other trans people. Right. For... Is there any sort of like trans people in the media and stuff like that that you could look up to or anything like that? Nothing you could connect not, to at Not time? really at the time. Um, there was nothing that I could really connect to. And then every time you would see like a trans person in like a film or whatever, and they would either be getting like ridiculed or like hypersexualized mm, right. or you know like right. any of the above and it was just never shown as like a genuine yeah, human it was never shown as like a genuine human or somebody that you should look up to or something you should like aspire to be or something you could connect with it'd be like oh here's this you know like ridiculous thing yeah. that we're gonna continually take the piss out of or you would get like newspaper articles where it would be like oh like soldier becomes beautiful woman overnight and mm, stuff right. like that I just had to be like the most dramatic version of yeah that. it had to be like so like dramatised so there was nothing or nobody that I could really look up to so I spent like it, it was never just like guy yeah. becomes girl and lives a happier life exactly that <laughs> yeah. it had to be like something really dramatic yeah, catch those like, eyes exactly. quick bait title kind of thing yeah I'm just gonna segue into another point and then we'll come yeah, back yeah. to the main point absolutely like, there's this whole like almost like misconception that to be trans you have to struggle mm. and like you have to go through this whole big like turmoil and struggle and like while that's true for me personally like that is my journey but like that's not the same of every trans person right like some people are just like oh I'm trans and then they transition and that's it right you know it's, yeah like yeah. so there's this whole big whole big thing um I suppose it's never focused on like if it's easy then people don't really care like there's no story there yeah, in a sense exactly so yeah there, there's nothing that like on a sort of negative yeah, attitude towards it that's exactly it there's it's nothing like the outside world can like grasp onto yeah and be like oh I'm gonna stick my nose into this kind of mm. thing so yeah like I, I spent like a really long time um, in my teens and in my early 20s being really really depressed mm. um, just like couldn't couldn't yeah. find yourself in a sense just couldn't figure know. myself out couldn't find oh. myself couldn't relate myself to anybody and then Lord Jane Grace from Against Me came out as trans in 2012 right and I was like hmm it's possible <laughs> hmm. right that's interesting so you yeah. could like finally connect with something yeah because I was like holy shit like here's someone who fronts a punk band mm-hmm. that I love and they've just come out as trans so was like, that a male female transition yeah right yeah um all right that's interesting yeah and it just like it blew my mind and for the first time it was like a light went on and it was like holy shit like this is possible this right. is something that i can do so i started like so what age were you about that time so what are we on 2020 yeah so i would have been i would have been 20 or 21 right and then so would you consider that sort of like the the first steps of your like you going into like major transitioning no not no? even um it was definitely when the light went on for the first time right um but like i kept trying to bury it because i was like you know like this is possible but it's so it's so overwhelming right. and like gender dysphoria which is usually the thing that pushes a person to realize that they're trans is a really like difficult thing to to live with right it's it's immensely difficult and even after you start transitioning it's still immensely difficult 
is something that never really goes away and like for me personally it's like it's okay some days but some days I really like can't deal with it um, so, so like excuse my naivety no ask away um, so do you just sort of like cognitively perceive yourself as a female yeah and, and you've just always sort of done that and you've yeah. sort of suppressed that until a certain point where yeah. it's like no, no this is this is who I am yeah it was right. like my own brain was suppressing it because right. I, I didn't know why I felt the way that I felt but like there's so many pinpoints through growing up and through my teens that I can lock on to and be like oh that's why that's why that happened yeah. that's why I did that yeah so like in retrospect you're like actually yeah. <laughs> this all makes sense yeah exactly <laughs> I was just sort of oblivious at the moment but yeah. now looking back and it all makes yeah yeah it's like the like the, the signs were all there yeah and you know for some people when it came out mm. it was a surprise and for a lot of people it wasn't mm, at right all. okay um which I found really interesting mm. um but yeah is there like, like sorry like can you correlate the people that had a surprise with the people that didn't have a surprise like the people that were surprised are they sort of like not in denial but were they like also trying to like not look at the signs but the people yeah. that sort of knew it was coming they were always like we're self-aware we yeah. know what's going on here like yeah, yeah. exactly like there, there's one of my best friends who has since admitted like we've been best friends since we were 13 right well, since i was 13 he was 15 but he's since admitted in the last year that he kind of saw signs right. along the way but didn't want to didn't want to think about it right um but now like didn't like, want to push you into anything or no wasn't? It, it wasn't that he didn't want to push me into anything it's just like he didn't want to sort of like accept that something was like something like that was happening because like you know back then it was still something that was very much like mm. looked down on right and that you know that was like ridiculed and all of that we've come a long yeah, way in even like the last 10 years in terms of like trans rights and issues and how people like me reviewed and how we're spoken about and all of that when you look at it in a positive sense but yeah I spent so long trying to suppress everything um, and having like real problems with like alcohol and drugs and and stuff like that um, and you know being like massively like massively depressed and being suicidal and I don't know there was, there was one there was one incident a couple summers ago which is really what pushed me to realise that I had to transition um, where I blacked out on my on my mum's kitchen floor after being brought home by the police because they'd, they'd found me in the street outside of a bar um, and they hadn't so much arrested me they just like found me and taken me home just saw that you were sort of vulnerable and were like we need to yeah we need to get you somewhere yeah somewhere it, kind of, safe. it kind of scared the hell out of everybody like me most of all and that's when I realised right okay I've got down. to yeah. I've got to change something here and it was about two or three weeks after that that I came out to one of my best friends right eventually so, the, so you, that would probably be more of the, like the the start yeah of the transition that was definitely that was... definitely the start so we did the whole thing where you know we like, <laughs> we like played around with like makeup and like girls clothes mm. and like stuff like that and it was like super fun like I actually kind of like almost like it's that Mm. <laughs> I hate to sort oh, of like, like do, do this like I feel like this is what the media always do but it almost does kind of sound like a movie plot like yeah. and it just sounds yeah. so wholesome and nice yeah. and uh, um, so how like what was sort of like the steps you took so you started like 
like diving into like makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. And, so and then, so I came I came out to my friend and and we you know like we we had lunch and we sat down on a couch and we were trying to sort of like figure out what was going on with me because I initially thought like in my head I was going oh like I'm I'm gender fluid I I can't be trans. Right. And that's that's crazy when of course like I knew I was trans. Right. I was like Just oh like like I, I think I'm like gender fluid. You're the first person I've told, um, and she totally knew that that I was trans. As soon as I said it, she was like, <laughs> "She's like, bitch, come on." Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. What were you so we so we had like three or four nights at hers where, you know, she like put makeup on me and we just like put me in like different clothes and stuff and like this is so wholesome. Yeah, and she was just sort of like waiting for me to say it, and I like came out with it by accident one day, and she was like. Do you realize what you just said? And I was like, well, can't go back now. <laughs> Is it warm in here? This parachute is a knapsack. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, <laughs> it's like yeah. exactly it. And uh, yeah, uh, and just kind of started it. And, you know, there, there's no, there's no easy way around with these things. Like it's mm. been very much like big ups, big downs. Yeah. There's no linear Path. yeah everyone well. will have a different experience of course and, yeah and even for yourself it's it's not like it's yeah it just yeah. goes quite simply yeah um so yeah so for you going into this like um i i i don't know i feel like it, it's so hard for me to sort of understand what it's sort of like mentally like what it's physically like yeah. or, I, or, or emotionally like i just i, I just do you know yeah like it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's probably the best way to put it. Like, um, yeah. I mean, like when when I was like first coming out, I was like scared to death all the time. Just all so sort time. of like how people would yeah. perceive you. Yeah. I suppose the sort sort of a like social influence on it that yeah. will be the most that's terrifying. The big, that's the biggest aspect. thing. Yeah. But that being said, I mean, I, I feel like I got lucky. Like I grew up in like the DIY punk scene. Mm. which is like notoriously like very nurturing towards like lgbtq people yeah. of, of any kind so I, I feel like i got lucky that way so like my coming out wasn't it wasn't super difficult it was kind of difficult with my family um how did they handle like it? my mum really didn't take it well no at all majority of my family were, were okay um but how yeah. are they with it now um yeah my mum's like a lot better with it now um, and then the rest of my family are just like, cool, yeah, mm. no bother, that's fine. Is that the best way for people to handle it? It's just like, all right, cool, yeah. no bother. Or do you like when people like sort of question you about it and like get to know about it? Kind of a bit of both. Like, it's good when people want to ask questions in like a respectful way because then mm. you've got a platform to educate people. Right. So... I'm breaking a sweat right now. You're like, I hate when people ask me questions about this. And I'm like, oh, uh, this is awkward. No, 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 not at all. Like... <laughs> Like, I, I actively try and put myself out there as much as possible mm-hmm. and be like, do ask me questions, do come to shows, do look at what I'm doing, because mm. it's important that you know about this stuff. Yeah. You know, like, I'm very purposefully, very, very visible yeah. as a trans person. Like, I'm also really aware that in terms of, like, being a musician, like, I'm a trans person with a platform which actually is still pretty rare. 
Mm. Um, it's a lot rarer than like say like trans like YouTubers or actors or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I'm, I'm very aware of my platform and in a sense I guess my privilege mm. in that way. Right. So I'm trying to use it to like the best of my ability so that people can ask questions and people can see me and be like, oh, okay, this is normal. And also, I suppose, so people can connect it for people exactly. that were going through what you were going through. Exactly. Um, that's that's yeah. the name of the game, man. Like, I I want people to see me and realise that they don't have to be afraid. Yeah. And yeah. that, you know, Which is, is possible. awesome that you're doing that. Like, Thank that's incredible. You. Appreciate um, it. You're very welcome. Big shout out to you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Uh, like... I actually had a conversation just the other day with someone and they were like they don't they didn't understand why people put like uh like trans in their bio yeah or, or like or their like, pronouns yeah or, yeah and I was like of, of course like you don't understand and like yeah. it makes sense for me not to understand yeah because we're white cis like like males that like, we don't yeah. need to worry about anything we don't need someone to look up to do you know what I mean we're fine we are yeah. the majority of people exactly it's for the minority of people that yeah. need someone to look to and think oh they can do it and yeah, they're exactly. doing this or, or they're succeeding sort of like in music or in art or yeah. in whatever and they're trans yeah. that's some, th- something that like would be immense to con- connect to and like yeah. maybe even like contacting sure. and like understand what they're going through you know what else like it's great for us like trans and non-binary folks as well when cis people put their pronouns in their mm. bios because it normalises it for us oh yeah okay fair enough yeah. yeah so it's like a really nice thing when you come across a cis person I never they, thought of they that they have their then. pronouns in yeah. their bios that's it's interesting like, it's yeah. a cool thing yeah mm. kind of like warms your heart a little bit yeah, yeah. I'm tempted now <laughs> you should you should yeah. go for it man um, um, I feel like I'd get heavily slated from no, from people wouldn't. like why are you doing this you don't need to do this but then you can just be like, well, this is why, fuck you. And, you I, and I just send them this podcast and be like, yeah. watch this, and then you'll get it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But that yeah, also like, works as free publicity as well. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Brilliant, I love it. Yeah, that. it's like, yeah, it's a whole, like, there's so much stuff that that goes into it. I mean, there's so much stuff that goes into just, like, everyday life as a trans person. Yeah. And it's... It's just sort of, like, flipped upside down, like, yeah. everything changes. Yeah, like my whole life changed drastically from like the second that I came out. Yeah, and I know that sounds really dramatic. No, I believe it. I really, really believe that because it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. true. Um, everything changed drastically. Like things change, like even just the way that like like people perceive you on a day to day basis. Like people like literally stare at me in the street. Mm like or you know like I get like weird guys hitting on me in bars now which is still kind of weird for me right and like but it's like the the majority of the time they're they're hitting on me because I'm trans I'm I'm confused (laughs) what do you mean so see there's like a group of guys that you get that are called chasers and they (laughs) fetishize trans women what yeah it's a it's a whole thing like, for example, <laughs> transgender porn was the most watched category of porn in 2019. What? In the world. What? <gasps> what? Yep. This is, um, this is crazy. Just for example. This is exactly why I have this podcast. That's the reason here. Because, like, there's this 
culture that exists mm-hmm. and as soon as you dive into it there's a million different subcultures yeah. and that's the bit that you like yeah. that gets my heart going because I'm like what I, I, yeah. I wasn't ready to yeah. learn these facts Whoa. so they're called chasers yeah so and what's like guys that fetishize trans women are, are nicknames chasers and like I know that you can't really add like an explanation for why someone has like a fetish yeah. but like what is the reason behind it is it sort of like I guess it's because like they, they feel like they're getting away with something or or whatever I'm, I honestly don't really know so interesting yeah it's like you know it's pretty wild I mean like you know you know big up the guys that are into trans women just because they view us as just being regular women mm. you know big yeah. up but like chasers that you get on like social media platforms and stuff like that like that's that's some creepy shit man <laughs> it, it seems strange but then yeah. it is strange yeah. because it is something that's just not the norm yeah. and I suppose like exactly. just like being trans is, is strange because it's not the norm yeah. but that doesn't mean exactly. it's like wrong unacceptable it's, it's yeah. just it's just a bit different exactly. which is okay I guess um, yeah. I'd love to speak to someone that's like that is a, a uh, what are they called again? Chaser. Chaser. I'd yeah. love to talk to them and be like, what's going on there? See, like, not, none of these guys will ever be like, oh, I'm a chaser. Yeah. Like, they're, they're named chasers by the trans community. Yeah. yeah. It's like a derogatory <laughs> is, is term. That, is that, yeah, yeah, it's almost like a derogatory term. Yeah. You know, which I feel a little bit bad saying, but also it's... Does the same thing exist for, like, uh, like uh, women who have transitioned to men? Do they have, like, women chasers? Well, like, the, the, this is the thing. No. Like, very, very often, like, trans men are left out of the conversation completely, which... Why is that? Because they're not fetishised in the same way um, as trans women are. Trans women are continually, like, vilified by the media because we're seen as, like, you know, villainous men in dresses. It's like, I'll cast your mind back to the, the drag queen visit in the primary school. Right, and there's oh, a whole yeah. hoo-ha about it. Yeah. Now you might be asking yourself, why was there a whole hoo-ha about it? The reason there was a whole hoo-ha about it, I'm gonna stop saying hoo-ha now. <laughs> <laughs> Just realised how many times I said that. <laughs> Doy. Um, <laughs> um was because like drag queens are often lumped into the same category as trans women hmm. by the media and by people who hate trans women because they're seen as being villainous men in dresses that are perverts mm. and a risk to women and all of that of course none of which is true yeah yeah so that kind of stuff happens all the time but the same is not said of of trans men because trans men are viewed by these same people as still being women so they're like oh it doesn't matter even though they're that's, not women they're that's men. also like in both situations it's like insanely uh, like disrespectful because yeah. on one side it's like it is. yeah I know this this man is a man and always will be a man yeah and they're a terrible person mm-hmm. and then on the other side it's like oh no they're just a woman we don't even need to think about them they're just a woman yeah they're they're that's just confused yeah and that's like <laughs> it's such an antiquated thought to yeah. have um, one of the things that happens a lot with trans <laughs> men is they're like they're hated on a lot by like kind of like older like butch lesbians a lot of the time like in, in gay bars and stuff because they like they see it as being like erasure and all that I mean that's like a, that's a whole other mm. subject but like yeah it's <laughs> being trans of any kind is really difficult yeah 
it's really difficult. I mean, I maintain it's the best thing I've ever done for myself and for the people around me, but fuck is it difficult. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like... Um, well, talking about difficulties, do you want to jump into trans-exclusionary radical feminists? Yeah. yeah. They are so the, that's, that's where it's at. <laughs> they are the worst kind of people. They yeah. exist online. They exist in real life. Yeah. They exist within the government. I mean, there's quite vocal ones. Like yeah. When so, uh, I, I'd, no, I'd never heard of this. Until yeah. I messaged you, and yeah. you sort of told me about it. Yeah. And then I did some research, and there's like openly public people of like high positions, yeah. like politicians in America. Yes, <coughs> and um, and and uh, people who are journalists and stuff like that. Yeah, there is. I'm just openly sort of like proud to say that because that's yeah. not. And in a sense, like I guess that is the right of freedom of speech. But yeah, but it's when, also fascism. Yeah, when it involves like. It's like, in my in my opinion, it's okay to have those thoughts. It's when those thoughts are stopping people like you from being included in things, yeah. or or sort of like, uh, this is this these are like the, the stems of like why hate crimes happen yeah. because of people that are in high yeah. positions vocal about it. Exactly. There's this whole like I said. There's this whole trans panic in the media, and it is perpetuated by people who have a lot of reach, like yeah. Graham Linehan, like Sharon Davies, mm-hmm. like Joanna Cherry. Who's that? Uh, Joanna Cherry is a MSP in the SNP. Right, okay. Um, and also Joan McAlpine, who's also an MSP right. in the SNP. Um, Joanna Cherry and Joan McAlpine are both very vocal and are both people that I and my peers have previously had run-ins with like right. on social media and in real life and do they express why they hold these opinions yeah because they they think that they think that trans women aren't women but where they're does like, that come from like what they're like, like no penises in female spaces and all that bullshit and like Joan McAlpine for example sorry Joan but not sorry if you're watching this um, actually like describes herself as being gender critical um, which is what you'll find a lot of people who are TERFs call So it's gender critical? Gender critical is just being a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Right. So it's a term that they that they coined because they now think that TERF is a slur. It's not It's not a slur. Mm. It's a descriptive term. Yeah. And you got people like LGB Alliance, who you may remember from that viral video of a girl being chucked out of Polo Lounge in Glasgow for wearing oh. an LGB Alliance t-shirt. What was the story there again? So she got chucked out of Polo Lounge in Glasgow yeah. for wearing and promoting LGB Alliance, who are a known hate group. Right. Um, and then she tried to turn it on its head and be like, oh, this is crazy, Like this is erasure, yada, yada, yada. Hmm. And everybody was just like, shut up, like, you're part of a hate group. Hmm. And that's why you got chucked out. And it was the whole thing. So there's this constant like fight where these people are trying to project their views as being like protecting women and girls which of course is leaving trans women and trans kids like out the conversation completely mm. and automatically vilifying us which just isn't yeah like sort of on. seeing them as like an outsider yeah like it like what these people are doing is fascism mm. it is it's it's fascism and um, some people are probably going to get on to me for saying that but it is it is fascism and that's that's the issue at least in this country like we aren't 
shot and killed for being trans <laughs> the murder yeah. rate for trans people in the US right now especially trans people of colour is sky high in Chechnya LGBTQ people of any kind are literally like rounded up tortured and killed and the government's fine with it in Poland they have LGBT free zones really? yeah that's just become become a thing <sighs> and like there's like <laughs> As a trans person, as an openly trans person, there's like 60 countries that I can't go to. What? This is... Man, I I wasn't ready for this information. Yeah. (laughs) Not ready for this. Yeah. So you see the extent of the... of the issue, and this is perpetuated by... by the right-wing media. (laughs) I'm I'm honestly a bit lost for words right now. Um, Me too, most of the time. Yeah. Um... It's, it's a crazy 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 like situation like 2020 is a scary time to be to be trans this is like a sort of tangent I'm about to go on but like I, Please I suppose at one point it was like man and woman it was man who had to yeah. like do man stuff and yeah. I don't know like go and all hunt stereotypes and then like women had to stay and birth children and all mm. that but we have sort of like evolved outrageous amount yeah, till now evolved tenfold like at this point what does it matter exactly you know we can just live in harmony yeah and do whatever you want like, well this is the thing like um, you know I've, I've had this same conversation quite a lot and like my response to it is like the basis of it is that people are scared of what they don't understand and that's been the same throughout history yeah. Like trans and yeah. non-binary people have existed all You're throughout history. Absolutely right. Since the dawn of fucking time. I mean, look at the Egyptians yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. All you're, their gods wear dresses and makeup. Mm-hmm. You're no, you're absolutely right. Do you know what I mean? You're absolutely right. Yeah. But like classically, all throughout history, people are scared of what they don't know. It's like they're trans, mm. throw rocks at it. Yeah. They're gay, <laughs> throw rocks at it. Yeah. They're black, throw rocks at it. Mm like the list goes on and on and on and that's you know that's why still in 2020 we're still in this mess and still have these ridiculous stereotypes and only half the world seems to be coming around to yeah. you know how things actually are it's hard to fathom that that in Britain so much of this sort of hate still exists yeah and this might be sort of the most progressed country out of them all so this is a weird peak yeah. to be at when this bar's quite low for yeah. how we should treat people in a sense. Yeah, exactly. How do we sort of how do we fix this? Or, by know. being by being visible. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. People are scared of what they don't know. So yeah. the more you talk about it, the more that people like come out and are open yeah. about it and express their thoughts. Yeah, we well fix it through them. visibility and education. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's the way we fix it. Do you think, uh, like, when you say education, do you think it should be sort of integrated into schools? Yeah. Yeah? 100%. Yeah. How would you go about that? I honestly think that at the moment there is nothing like enough representation for LGBTQ kids in Mm. schools. Um, Like, sex education is Mm. a perfect example of that. Like, it's a shambles in the UK, it's a shambles in the US. Like, you're just not taught about yeah about the stuff that you need to know like see if like during school like I was taught about like 
gender identity and that you could be queer my life would have been wildly different and that would be the case for so many people that I know as well and it'd be the case for so many people even now that are you know that are trans kids mm. or that are just queer kids yeah, yeah. you know of any kind like we need more education we need more representation it's it should be it should be mandatory but my fear is that that won't change for quite some time yet because people yeah. are still so still so saying. scared do you think that is something that is expected in the next few years or do you think it's still I would like to think so but I don't know how realistic mm. that hope is yeah I suppose like the the saying is like oh just wait till the, the generation die that believes in this yeah and for some reason that generation still that doesn't really help like exactly there needs to be a sort of like ground level yeah. education and work the way up exactly I mean like yeah for me on a personal level like now what I'm doing is trying to be the person that I needed growing up right does that's that make amazing. sense yeah yeah that's incredible but thank you but I just like I guess what I mean by that is like I didn't have anyone around me growing up that was queer really that I knew about um or that I was knowingly exposed to mm. I think even you know like back in high school I think I knew of like two, maybe three gay kids, mm. for example. Yeah. And there was nobody trans that I knew of. I mean, there was like 2,000 people in my school, so chances are there's probably at least one other one. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just didn't have any of that. And I know for a fact that there's so many people in my position and there will continue generation after generation to be people in my position and I want to get to a point where people aren't scared to come out in any way it'd be amazing if we didn't even have to use the term coming out like somebody yeah. could just be like oh I'm gay or I'm trans or I'm bi or I'm no, non-binary and that's it yeah and people are like all right cool that's the ideal but yeah we just education and representation and visibility um, that's the way we fix things I, re- I read an article the other day um, I was probably like I was going down that rabbit hole after talking to you sure and uh, we love to see it <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, uh, this woman who was, who was writing about how basically long story short it was all about how the the woman believed that the only reason a man would transition to a woman was so they could like get into women's bathrooms and see women in vulnerable states. Right. And, and like instantly after reading that I was like, okay, like regardless if there's even a percent of like accuracy there, if someone is willing to do that, they're willing to do it regardless of transitioning or not. Thank they're you. they're just sinister people. They're clearly just malicious people that exactly. are gonna do malicious acts nothing like that doesn't mean that there's like yeah I, I like I, I, that doesn't make any sense like articles like that are so problematic for the reasons that you've just said hmm. and like that stuff is one of the things that these like turfs and gender critical yeah. idiots like pedal on a daily basis but how like sort of low does your intelligence need to be to be susceptible to an article like that exactly. and I'm not saying that like I'm sort of like high, yeah, no, high and mighty you're right though but, 
it's just general right. like kindness like yeah kindness is the most powerful powerful thing and mm. that doesn't mean we should be, be naive to crime it's just that we shouldn't excuse crime by yeah. saying oh no it's because of trans people no yeah. it's, that's not how that works yes exactly that's almost like banning water because someone drowned one time like that's that's the most like a rational way of coping with yeah. anything ever so here's the thing right like you've kind of already said it already but like if a predatory man wanted to go into a woman's bathroom to be predatory he's gonna do it anyway yeah it's not like he needs some he like woman to, key or like yeah he doesn't need to dress up as yeah. a woman yeah as turfs like like Sadie's woman that. passport and the woman passport yeah. slip like you can just push that door and that's it also the percentage of cis people trying to fuck with trans people in bathrooms is way higher mm. than vice versa yeah it's way higher i can imagine yeah i mean there's been countless viral videos viral articles <clears throat> of trans people being in bathrooms ridiculous. one of the ones that stuck on? out to me the most um was a trans girl in her high school and the principal literally came into the bathroom with another teacher and was like opening the door and like telling her to get out and stuff and she's literally sat there filming like and peeing like what the fuck are you doing and it went viral as it should have yeah and it's like hello like it there, makes me so uh, mad uh, yeah it's, it's like completely like unfathomable that this is the, the point in which people are at like yeah I don't know it's hard to understand like it's strange because someone being trans is odd because it's not like the norm yeah, exactly and it's sort of like it's hard to understand but it's not that hard to understand yeah. it's like oh it's just a bit different it's you know? like if you educate yourself for two minutes yeah you're like all right like, okay now i get it and also that doesn't affect me at all like yeah you you like transitioning had no effect on my life yeah there wasn't some sort of like exactly. cosmic pull that ruined my day that day no. nothing exactly right but what does ruin people's day is seeing things where people are like inciting hate like that video yeah. where that guy's like breaking into the toilets yeah he's all, like yeah. what like that's how does he not think oh wait I'm, I'm being like the bad guy in this situation I'm the problem here not, exactly. not them like what am I doing I'm literally like exactly. being the sleaziest person alive Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, it's so irrational. No, it doesn't make any sense, and it is completely irrational. And this is the whole thing. Yeah. Like day in day out, trans people are portrayed in the media as being predatory and ridiculous and irrational. Mm. Yeah. And it's just not true. Like, for example, the Guardian just published an article the other day by a known gender critical mm. professor. Um, and in response to it, 388 Guardian employees from around the world penned a letter to the editor of the UK Guardian to be like, this is completely wrong. You've now cemented our reputation as being a transphobic newspaper. Whoa. Then there Whoa. was another letter okay. signed by the public, which 2,500 people signed. And it was all because over that article, another trans employee quit from the Guardian. Whoa right yeah you know like that's the most recent example yeah. of uprising and how biased newspapers are mm -hmm. against lgbtq people period 
yeah. trans people are at the front of that right now, but it's LGBTQ people, period. Yeah. Just, you know, antiquated thoughts. That's what I, was. I was about to say something really ironic there, and I was I was going to say <laughs> people should just mind their own business. They should. But they I'm the complete opposite of that because I'm I'm actually in your house right now talking that's to you okay, with though. microphones. Like, yeah, that's cool though. <laughs> but as a whole, unless you want to like educate yourself, just mind your business. That's exactly. Bit, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a that's a really good way to put it. Like mm-hmm. either educate yourself or shop. Yeah. Basically. I guess it's kind of like that same old like if you've got nothing nice to say. Just yeah. don't say anything. Exactly. You know. If you've got nothing to learn, <laughs> shut up. My granny loves that saying. Well, she's nothing, say all the time. Nothing nice to kids. say. Yeah, you got nothing nice to say. Yeah. Don't say anything. It's a good one. Yeah. I stand by it. Yeah, me too. Um, this is sort of like on topic, but slightly off a little bit. Sure, go ahead. What are your opinions on uh, trans people and sports? Because I know that's kind of like a yeah, very that's like, kind of a hot topic yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, honestly. So, for for context for people that don't understand it's sort of like the the debate is uh should uh male to female transitioning people be allowed to like uh play in like female leagues or should they be like restricted in men's leagues or how does it work um right. yeah and that's about the general gist of it uh, right and yeah. the sort of controversy exists because I guess if someone's born a man, mm-hmm. they have sort of like the biological structure of a man. Yeah, that that is part of the debate, and that is true to an extent. However, um, being on hormone replacement therapy and like mm. testosterone blockers yeah. and stuff like that, of which I am and can attest to, um, rapidly decreases your strength. It decreases really? your muscle mass. It decreases your stamina. It decreases your libido. Because this is all stuff that requires testosterone right, to work right. properly. And yeah, that, that is something that's it's never brought into the debate. What about ever. on the other side of the spectrum where it's a woman uh, transitioning to be a man? They would need to take testosterone. Yeah. Which, so, would so that be an advantage, tra- in a sense? <sighs> yes and no. Is that not seen yes as sort of no. like doping and like... Yeah, it could be, but then if that person is openly trans, like, you know, if they're openly trans, then they should be allowed to compete in men's mm. sports, and there would be no real advantage. If, if you know, if anything, they'd probably be at a disadvantage, disadvantage still. Yeah. yeah. You know, depending on, you know, what point they were at or anything like that, and then to flip it on its head again. So going back to like people who are male to female, and mm-hmm. um, you've got Fallon Fox, um, who does like MMA. Uh, and is doing you know stupendously well yeah. and she's a transgender woman yeah. you know but there's constant debate around whether she has advantage over other women in the sport and she just doesn't like no. the only advantage is the same advantages of anybody in different like weight classes for example mm. would be you know it's just like it's such a stupid archaic debate no in my opinion sports sucks anyway and it's all nonsense and it's all just for like advertisement money anyway so if it's put on a show what does it really matter who cares who wins it is a load of nonsense but the debate with it is a load of nonsense yeah and it it really is just another platform (laughs) for people to get angry Mm. that is basically it yeah it sounds about right actually just like anywhere where people can be angry they will yeah, be angry people want something to shit on 
Mm. And right now, it's a trans community that's being shot on. Yeah. In 10 years, it'll be something else. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what's next. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I wonder what is next. I'm excited to see what's next. Yeah. yeah. God. I bet yeah, it's going to be lifted off your shoulders when someone else gets picked up. Yeah, <laughs> so, bloody God. Like, so. It's their turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I did my time. <laughs> but no, like, that that's basically my view on it. I don't really have much to say on it and I don't have much to say on it because there isn't that much to say mm, on it. Yeah. It's quite straightforward, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. That, that is it. I like that. In, in my eyes, like, that is concise. it. Concise. Yeah. Um, is there anything you kind of want to bring up? Is there anything you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess, like, there's, I didn't come into this with anything, like, specific in mind. I like, don't either. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like you. I just like to, I like to talk, talk. to people who, just a conversation. who want to know about stuff. Yeah. You know, like... Would you encourage people to come up and talk to you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, always. Like, always. I always want to talk to people. That's awesome. You know, like, I I try to be as open and as welcoming as possible. I mean, and generally speaking, people don't push their luck with that, which is good. What do you mean by push their luck with that? So it's like, it's possible to get in situations where people like ask you too many questions or are too invasive mm. or anything like that like this is different because that's kind of the point of what we're doing yeah. but I just mean in like kind of like everyday conversations or when it's somebody that you've never met before yeah. for example like say somebody like that's still me <laughs> yeah but like like do, you, like do you know what I mean though like so, I, I thought, uh, yeah. yeah so say someone like some came up to me at a show and we got talking about like my being trans and mm. I'm an artist and stuff and yeah. then they started getting like asking stuff that was too invasive I'd be like okay like it's almost like I mean correct me if I'm wrong here it's almost like they're they only care about your to speak to you because you're trans but not as a person right. it's just like oh you're trans 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 trans, yeah. trans 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 and it's not like oh but what do you think of other things outside that spectrum yeah. like, what do you think of this and that and whatever so, like, and it's just a conversation yeah like, so you're right and like while I want people to speak to me because I'm trans and they yeah. want to be educated and, and that's great yeah. like five ten years from now I don't want to be known as that that transgender right. artist I just right. want to be known as an artist Lana Wilde yeah. she's a singer songwriter yeah. that's the way it is yeah. oh she just happens to be trans yeah. my being trans is not the most interesting thing about me yeah. do you know what I mean yeah 100% like, yeah, I totally get that it is it is me it is who I am it's part of me but it's not the most interesting thing about me there are mm. many more interesting things about me and I have opinions and all that on many many more things yes I want to educate people yeah. yes I want to be visible yes I want to help people and I encourage anybody who wants to talk to me but you don't want to be put to back in that box me. where you're just you're only seen as one thing again yeah like but I never ever want to be in a box like you say where I'm just seen as oh that trans artist yeah. that's all she's able to talk about that's all mm. she knows about I never want to be that yeah and I never want to be that because it's not fair and it's exhausting yeah and it's not okay to put people in boxes yeah ever there's, like not. there's not one person that can only talk about one theme forever yeah it's, yeah exactly but like I do want to educate and be open and be accommodating like like I said at the start like that is why I'm so visible yeah that's the whole reason you know like any trans or non-binary folks who are watching this please come and talk to me please hit me up on socials I want to talk to you let's help each other out what about people that aren't like a minority like that 
Were you still encouraged them to yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just to just hear you out and like Yeah. Well that's the most important thing, isn't it? Like the people who are the majority that don't really know yeah about this stuff and like and how it works. Like yeah. in a way, like those are the people that I want to talk to the most. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. You know I get that, yeah. Like I mean obviously like, you know, I want, you know, baby trans to like to see me and be like, Oh, I can I can come out. Um, my friend Stacy in the in the states refers to people who are just starting their journey as translings. Aww. And it's it's my favorite. <laughs> you, you, should, you should check them out actually. They're yeah. uh, they're a YouTuber. They're called Stacy Fatemi. Shout out. Yeah. I'll so link check in the description out. and stuff. Um, they were actually instrumental in my coming out. Um, and then we became friends, which is that's cool. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome that that's where like community exists. Yeah. Like and again like the internet would as like kind of like the only thing that helps keep yeah. these things connected for sure I mean like I'm not like a this is kind of a tangent but I'm just going to say it anyway so like a lot of times I love tangents like <laughs> trans people especially trans women are like hypersexualized, and the world is like oh like if they're you know if they're not hyper feminine then we don't give a shit but the reality mm. is like so many trans people aren't hyper feminine like take me for example I'm not hyper feminine and I'm okay with that I'm actually okay with being you know like to an extent like a little bit bitch like that's you're fine. just doing your thing yeah I, I like that about me like i mean everybody likes getting dressed up you know i love putting on a face love looking cute mm-hmm. but like the reality is you know so many of us aren't this hyper feminine version that the world thinks that trans women are so discovering stacy was really cool for me mm. because Stacy was just this like cool fucking skater kids who's a bass player and had this like mm, just doing their thing sick taste in music and I discovered oh, them and went oh my god that's me that's the first time I've seen me right you know this is a trans person that I can relate to yeah yeah like oh my god I don't have to be hyper feminine I don't have to hypersexualize myself yeah. and all that and I was just like holy shit so is it sort of like when, when people like transition they feel like they have to like turn it up to like 11 kind of thing yeah. they have to be the the most of that thing but <coughs> yeah. then it's like mm, that may not be the case you can kind of yeah. just exactly. just live your life you can just do what you want be exactly. this and do that wear this wear yeah. that exactly really there's a whole culture where trans women are expected to pass as being mm. like as being like cis women right and like like an invisible bar that you need to sort of like cross to exactly to exist in that and that I don't state. give a shit about that yeah like it's so strange I don't so strange look cis. constructs exist I'm never gonna look cis I have no desire to look cis yeah I just you know I just am me mm-hmm. and that's why people like Stacey are so important because mm-hmm. they're like that as well that's amazing so that was like a really big yeah. thing I wanted to get across today because like a lot of people only see the the hypersexualized yeah. and hyper feminine trans folks because they they think that we all look like the trans women in like porn for example mm, right you know and like while well, like i take my hat off to all the trans women in porn yeah like fucking a um that's something that i could never do um we're not all like that yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah like that's there's, what it is. there's everyone everywhere in yeah all different places yeah yeah all walks of life yeah 
any category of person that you get, you're getting that category of people in all walks of life. I just had a, a thought there. I just like it popped into my head. I sure. was thinking, when you if you get in a relationship, I don't know if you're in a relationship right now. I'm not. I'm not just now. If you get I'm in a relationship, <laughs> if you get in a relationship, do you feel obligated to tell the other person that you're trans? Yeah, I mean, like with me, they're gonna know I'm trans anyway. So like I I right. look trans, like <laughs> it's just like it's just a thing. But yeah, I would never. I personally would never get into something without telling someone that I was trans. What does look trans, like, what does that mean? I just mean, like, like I still have, like, a lot of, like, stereotypically male, like, characteristics. Right. You know, like, I've got, like, big shoulders, I've got, like, a super visible Adam's apple. Right. Like, you know, it's, like, pretty obvious to people probably, like, looking at me that, like, I was born a boy. I went, I went through male puberty. Right, you know, okay. And, like, sometimes that plays on me like dysphoria wise sometimes it doesn't sometimes I embrace it um, but yeah like with me like in a way I feel like I'm lucky because I'm not into dudes so that like removes a whole danger there because a lot of time like a lot of time like cis men are like scared to be with trans women or be seen with trans women for fear of looking like gay or hurting their masculinity <laughs> or whatever I know uh. <laughs> I know but me on the other hand I'm a massive lesbian mm-hmm. and generally speaking girls are much more like accepting accepting right. and nurturing and it's just it's not really been an issue for me yet like on like dating apps and stuff for example I'm like openly a trans person right I'm like hello I am a trans woman my pronouns are she her has that ever been like problematic no not yeah. yet not well, yet. that's good. That that yeah. really shows the world does go in the right direction. Yeah, something that does happen a lot um, is that I get asked for like threesomes by couples a lot. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't laugh. It's like so I, outrageous. I, I, I laugh every time because it is outrageous. Um, you'll like match with some girl on Tinder and be like, "Oh, she's cute," and then you'll get a message like, "Oh, do you wanna do you want a threesome with me and my BF?" And you're like. No. no, that's not why I'm here. <laughs> Thank you, I'm, though, but no. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. Uh, um, so, yeah. That's really the answer to your question. I also just had another thought, right? And it's like... I, like, see, um, I don't know if there are other things exist like this. Um, but I was just kind of thinking in the back of my head. But sure. you have, like, male and female bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And I guess you have, like, male and female, like, changing rooms and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. when you go to the gym or... Sure. Or, like, uh, a shop and there's, like... Sure. And it's, like clearly divided yeah do you think there's like a, a better alternative to that would it be like just unisex like anyone's accepted or do you think that the the standard male female is probably better I, there, so there's kind of two sides to that so like there's a huge non-binary community and I don't think it's fair that non-binary people should have to use a gendered bathroom or a gendered changing room or anything like that I just I don't I don't think it's okay yeah that they should have to put themselves in a box to do yeah. a basic thing the so, most basic thing the most yeah. basic thing I just don't think it's fair um <sighs> yeah like I, I think like 
it's I a think weird one. Generally speaking, like gender neutral bathrooms are the way forward. Yeah. Some people would argue that that cre- increases danger from like predatory men. Example. Again, example. if those men are going to do it, yeah, they're, they're, gonna they're do it malicious anyway. men that are going to do it anyway. Well, yeah. this is what I mean. So I do think that the way forward is like gender neutral bathrooms and gender neutral like changing rooms and all that stuff. Um, but I don't think that society is in a place yet to completely rule mm, that out. Right. So yeah, I think that that's the answer. But do I think it's completely realistic right now? No. Yeah. It will be soon. What's kind of strange is right that now it's it's not. Every time uh, that I've used like um, just like a a bathroom, there's no no label. Yeah. Like people get excited. They're like, oh, this is this is exciting. We all just use the same bathroom, you know? Yeah. Like there's almost like it's weird that there's a sense of excitement to that because yeah. it's the most normal thing. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it's tweaked just a little bit, as yeah. soon as it's changed a little bit. People almost like lose their mind. They're yeah. not ready. Like, what? they're like, oh my everyone, god! Everyone, everyone in the same bathroom. <laughs> like, how do we cope? Like, yeah. it's just anarchy. Like, Whoa! Like, some people are like freaking out. Some people are like, this is so exciting. We need to take photos. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And the many times like yeah. you'll you'll go to like a bathroom and the sign will be like, like, uh, I'll have like a quirky like phrase to like express that it's all-inclusive everyone's yeah. welcome yeah and everyone's taking photos like everyone yeah. takes photos and they're like this is like incredible like this is peak humanity you know i actually spotted someone doing that last night yeah I, uh, <laughs> it's funny i was playing uh, i played a show at the banshee labyrinth last night and they have gender neutral bathrooms there you go and i <laughs> it's was... <laughs> so funny i was going into the bathroom and the uh, this spanish couple rocked up and the guy was like you know, like, eh, do I go in here? Do do I not? Uh, like, total, like, humming and hawing. And his missus just points at the sign. She's like, you know, clearly going, it's gender neutral, mm. you idiot. And like, clearly just blew his mind. And he was like... He just wasn't I, ready. Like, out his phone. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, watching this all unfold while I was washing my hands. I was just like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, that's I, like, great. I've never encountered something like that before until last night. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, if that's not a good note to end on, I don't know what it is. Cool. Um, is there anything you want to, like, quickly plug again before we... Get with us. Um, I've plugged everything already. I just want to say thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. Thank you so much for talking to me. This was great. Anytime. I feel like I have uh, used my energies wisely today. I've learned a lot today. So thank you very much. I'm so glad. And I hope other people will learn from you speaking. I hope so too. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you.